Hello, and welcome to the Discovering Hidden Profit podcast for business leaders. Today, our host, Derek Browning, is interviewing Robert Martichenko, co-author of the new business book, Discovering Hidden Profit. He'll help us understand how organizations can operationalize principles that support value stream thinking and how the four core business processes must align and collaborate in order to be successful. Let's get started. Welcome to Discovering Hidden Profit podcast. I'm Derek Brown, and I'm here today with co-author of Discovering Hidden Profit, Robert Martichenko. Robert, how are you doing today? Doing very well, Derek. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, I'm excited about today's conversation. We're going to be talking about operating principles and really trying to get organizations to to function underneath of uh, overarching operating principles. And, and you write about it uh, in in your your book, Discovering Hidden Profit. I wanted to dig into that a bit. When you say operating principles, um, how how would you define that from a business standpoint? Well, when we're talking about operating principle, what we're really focusing on is let's just look at the two words, operating and principle. So a principle is just something that you believe in. It's just something that the organization says, this is how we are going to do business. And this is what we believe to be the best way to operate our business. And then so therefore, an operating principle is a principle that's focused inside our operations. It's a little bit different than, say, a values, which, you know, for example, uh, integrity and, and safety um, and teamwork. Those are organizational values, and, and they're at a very higher level, strategic level. An operating principle is what do we believe in from the point of view of our actual operations? So, for example, velocity. Velocity and speed in the supply chain is an operating principle. And if we believe in that and if we say, hey, our operating principle is velocity, then that tells us something. That means that that means that we need to be focusing on smaller lots more frequently over a leveled period of time. And so therefore, if we have operating principles, they will actually result in tactical and, 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 and standard work elements and measurements that are supporting those operating principles. Very good. So an organization that, that embraces operating principles, what would you expect them to benefit from those operating principles? Well, there's huge amounts of benefits by having operating principles and there's, and there's challenges that you'll have if you don't have operating principles. So one of the one of the first things is that it, it's it's the operating principles that allow us to be aligned. If we take a look at the core elements of discovering hidden profit, what we're talking about, uh, you know, Peter Marks and I, when we put the book together, the idea is to create the connected enterprise. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to connect the core processes of business strategy product lifecycle management, sales and marketing, and supply chain operations. Well, how do we do that? Well, one of the first ways that we need to do that is we first need to be aligned as an organization, as leaders, with what it is that we believe. If we we don't believe in the same principles on how we're going to run our business, then we shouldn't be surprised that we're not aligned. If you think about it, an organization has an incredible opportunity, and that is that an organization can get behind the same ideology. They can they can align around 
the principles that they want to use in order to run the business. And these are the operating, uh, these are the operating principles. So the first real benefit you get from operating principles is alignment. You get the entire organization saying, this is how we are going to operate. Here are the things that we believe in. And therefore, these are the, uh, the principles we're going to use when we design processes, when we implement measurement systems, and when we go and do our plan, do, check, act to understand our actual performance as compared to our plans. So that sounds like some exciting work for an organization to, to go through. And, and I can imagine the work can be split up into, into beginning stages around just how do we get started and, and then have, have a, an adoption phase that an organization goes through and, and then a phase where, where you see some organizations that have implemented them uh, with, with very solid success, others where they've not implemented them as, as well. So I wanted to kind of walk through that implementation uh, phase with you. How would an organization get started? Well, that's a great question. And the first thing that we need to do is, you know, as we talked about in one of our past podcasts, education is so incredibly important. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to start to socialize just the idea of operating principles. Believe it or not, a lot of organizations do not even have the concept of operating principles being talked about inside their organizations. So if we're not talking about them, then you can imagine we haven't formalized what they are. Now, organizations all have operating principles happening. The problem is, is that they're probably not, we do, probably don't have alignment around them and we haven't formalized them as a group, as a group of leaders saying, this is what in fact we believe in. So the work really starts with first socializing the idea of operating principles, educating, and then starting to uncover what are our current operating principles. So we need to go into each core process, business strategy, product lifecycle management, sales and marketing, and supply chain operations, and say at a high level, what are our operating principles? And then get them down, even if they're informal, even if they're disconnected inside the organization, get them down. This is the element of full transparency put them up on the board and say, okay, the four core processes, these are the operating principles they're currently using. Now, how do they look? Do they connect the four core processes? And then, so that's the essence of really understanding the current state relative to our current operating principles. And then from there, we get the opportunities to start to ask ourselves, well, are these the right operating principles? And if we if we really take a good look at our business and if we take a look at our customers and what our customers are asking for us and if we take a look at the changes that we have happening in our industry and then we take a look at best practices that exist inside our own company but also in, exist inside our industry and perhaps in organizations outside of our industry what would we now look at from a point of view of the operating principles that we need going forward? Recognizing that from a discovering hidden profit point of view, we want these operating principles to support a fundamental, the, the fundamental effort that we're, that the mountain that we're trying to climb here, which is to connect 
the core processes of the business. And so therefore the operating principles that we, that we uh, um, decide upon for our future state, we need to understand how these operating principles are going to support our goal of creating the connected enterprise by really connecting uh, the four core processes of the business. So that's a really powerful statement. Businesses already have, in many cases, operating principles. They're just not aligned on them. They're not formalized. And so you can even have competing principles within an organization or within a, a sub, sub process of an organization. And, and so the, the goal for, for an organization embracing a, a documented set of operating principles is to start socializing the concept, educating, and getting a formal set of principles in place. As, as, as an organization embarks on that journey, uh, what would you say would be the the kind of the ahas or the or the, the major kind of effective activities that an organization goes through to get the most out of their principles? Well, let's go back to your comment about the fact that that there are informal operating principles. So let's just get some examples going, so so listeners can know for sure what it is that we're even talking about. Um, if you, if you think of an organization who, say, has an operating principle, whether it's formal or informal in sales and marketing, which is, is to run promotions to drive top line revenue. So the operating principle is we will run promotions and we want to drive top line revenue. But nowhere in that, nowhere in there does it say that every time we sell a product, we will make a profit. The operating principle is focused on top line revenue as opposed to bottom line profitability. Nowhere in that in that operating principle of, of running promotions to drive top line revenue is there anything about that we will do it in such a way that we will have stability in our supply chain, stability with our suppliers, stability in manufacturing and stability in outbound distribution while running that promotion. So these are the things that we're talking about is that, and, and in many organizations, because organizations have evolved and because the four core processes have evolved over time as functions, they're not connected and the operating principles that are, have been established, either formally or informally, generally speaking, are very focused on that particular core process. So what we need to do and, and to, you know, to answer your question is we need to now get more granular with our operating principles. So we, so we just really decide those things that we're going to believe in and that they represent the new world that we live in, this new world being that, that margin is eroding. Um, we cannot continue to introduce new waste into our businesses. We have to focus on the customer and only on the value that our customers want. And so therefore, if, if our goal as a lean organization, as a connected organization is to maximize customer value at the lowest possible total cost to the business, then our organizations need to start to embrace operating principles that in fact cascade up to those things. So uh, said in another way, if our goal is to maximize customer value at the lowest possible total cost, and we know that the only way we're going to do that is to 
connect the core processes of the business, then our operating principles have to support those things. So when we when we start doing things inside the business and and our beliefs are shown in our actions and in our processes and in our measurement systems, we need to question them. So if we're if we're doing something and we're measuring something and we're designing a process to accomplish something, we need to be able to say how is that going to either maximize customer value or how is that going to reduce the total systems cost that we are going to expend that the effort that it's going to take in order for us to deliver that value. And if if the belief or if the operating principle doesn't support that outcome, then we have to start to question it. So let's take a let's take a look at at some of the examples that, that you've given us maybe in the in the promotions and sales and 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 if and if we could kind of cascade that down you, you mentioned a deeper level where we could provide maybe an example of where operating principles have been implemented to drive success. Well, you know, it's easy to pick on sales and marketing and uh, uh, or at least it's easy for a supply chain person to pick on sales and marketing. So let's leave them alone for a little bit and go into the supply chain because there's lots of opportunity just inside the end to end supply chain as well. And, you know, as you know, a lot of work is being done just in the end to end supply chain um, outside of trying to connect it to product lifecycle management and sales and marketing. But let's just, you know, one one very, very good example that, that uh, a lot of people have experience with now is this operating principle of velocity. Velocity means speed. And the way that we increase speed inside our supply chains is to move smaller, let's move smaller shipments more frequently over a leveled period of time. That's the, those are the tactics in order to drive velocity. It also means that we need to reduce lead times from our suppliers. And it also means that we need to understand and get visibility in our demand planning processes with our customers. And we need to reduce lead times from customer order to, to actual delivery. Well, so if we espouse, if we espouse velocity and we say that we believe in velocity, but then we're not actually doing those things, then this is where we get misalignment. So what we'll see is organizations will say, yes, we believe in velocity, but then they'll go and, and move suppliers uh, to, to areas that are going to increase the supplier lead time. Or they start to make decisions that are trying to minimize transportation costs, therefore increasing lot sizes. Or they buy machines inside their factories that are that are based on economies of scale, therefore increasing the batch sizes and reducing the number of, uh, of builds for a particular product. Um, so what we're what we're seeing and the examples are the operating principles we have to be aligned on them because our tactics and the processes that we design are going to support the operating principle this is the key notion of discovering hidden profit is first we have our goal maximize customer value at the lowest possible total cost for the business then because we know our business and we know our industry and we know our customers and we know our suppliers and we know our own capabilities, we then develop the operating principles, the rules of the road, the belief systems we're going to embrace. 
And only then do we now say how are our processes and how are our, our systems and how are our measurement and KPI systems going to support those operating principles. Well, Robert, I would love to continue talking about principles, but my principle of velocity is telling me that, that this podcast needs to end quickly so that we can get on to the next podcast and talk about why supply chain advancements would be our business's differentiation strategy. So let's, uh, let's call this a day, and, and Robert, I look forward to talking to you again soon in the future. Derek, it's my pleasure. And that wraps up this episode of the Discovering Hidden Profit podcast. For more information about the book or to purchase your copy, visit linkor.com slash store. Until next time.